anyone and i know that's the second time i've used that line this season but it's the last one so it's the podcast for anyone before we begin i'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we are recording this podcast and we play our football for us today that is the lands of the Wurundjeri people it is also the lands of the Boonwurrung people sovereignty was never ceded and it always was always will be aboriginal land hello my name is Taryn. I will be your host today for this, our final regular season podcast for the Yara Jets podcast. Joining me today, as always, Fiona Dutchie Holland. Dutchie, hello. How are you doing? Hello. I'm really well. I'm sad that the season's over. You know, that feeling, but I'll be okay. The last pod. We will carry on. Time carries on. Time continues as it does every week. Now, as promised for the last podcast of the season, we have a very special guest today. It is the State 2 Senior Women's Coach. It is Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Taran. Hello, Dutchie. How are we? Very, very well. It's fantastic to have you on. Paul, Give us a little bit of a background. Who are you? How did you get into the game? Which players have you parented? What's what's the situation? <laughs> oh, God, we could be here for hours. Um, <laughs> I got into the game went through my daughter, Gertie, who we all know is the, the Giggly podcast superstar. Um, she started playing football with some boys and went on, uh, was asked by her coach to go and trial uh, at a higher level so she could get dispensation to play with them again and ended up at South Melbourne where, uh, that's where I got involved in coaching at, um, South Melbourne Women's Football Club. So I did a, a couple of years with the juniors and I ended up. Uh, spending a year as an assistant with the WPL reserves as well at South. And that that sort of uh, became my, my senior introduction. Um, and that then uh, I left South and went to Richmond for three years and took on a role as an assistant for the State 3 team there. Um, and then we ended up in State 1 and I took on the role as the State 1 coach for a couple of years. So, and then as, you know, always politics got in the way of the enjoyment of football. So I walked away and as it would happen, uh, the Jetties needed a coach. Um, All the girls were pretty upset with the one they had. So I was approached by, I think, Gertie and and it might have been Chloe to come down and coach and had some conversations and yeah, and that's where I've ended up. So that's pretty much my life in football. Do you not um, have a playing career, Paul? Uh, I, I had a, a very senior playing career. I used to play a little bit with the old Elfington boys and the old Northcote boys. So we we get together every second Sunday because we were too old to do it every week and mm-hmm. um, tried to relive our youth a fair bit and hence we couldn't walk for probably a week after playing on the that week so yeah that was pretty much my uh soccer career um I was actually a basketballer through my younger days um played some rep basketball for Geelong and uh I think I might have even played for Oakley up in Melbourne for quite a, a stint until my knees and ankles just said no too much no more Well, I reckon we could benefit from playing every second Sunday. <laughs> the way the season went, I reckon that would uh, 
help keep our workloads maybe not quite in the red. Would you agree? Oh, definitely. It, it, it would be a fun way of doing it. And, uh, might have might made my job a little bit easier with our player management this year. We just always seem to be coming up short week in, week out. It was a, a sort of a tough year with COVID and injury and, and things, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of other teams went through it as well, so we weren't alone there. Um, but yeah, look, in, in my eyes, I, I thought we had an uh, for the way it ended up, um, we had an exceptional season, you know, to lose a lot of key players um, through the year and, um, you know, to play some weeks with 11 players. I, I thought the girls were absolutely brilliant. You know, I, I asked a lot of them and they delivered for me. So it was it was great. All right. We'll leave the sentiments for the end of the podcast. Oh, we're sorry. just at the beginning. So... <laughs> I got my instructions wrong. <laughs> we'll be soppy later. That's okay. before we are soppy. Let's go through the singular game to occur on the weekend. State threes had a bye, as we discussed last week. Uh, so it was the state two game, Yarra Jets versus Melbourne University. It was at Melbourne Uni's home ground at Princess Park. And it was beautiful. It was 19 degrees. It was sunny. And we had quite the turnout from the extended Jetty's family. Now, Paul, how about you take us through this game and what happened? Um, look, um, it was quite quite good. I, I had a, a bench this week. So we had we brought up a, a few of the state three girls um to help us out. Um, the mood was pretty good in the rooms and I was of the belief that it definitely was a winnable game for us because we've, you know, given a lot of the top teams a, a good run this year. Um, so we went out onto the pitch, uh, in, you know, I, I was feeling, uh, that all the players were fairly confident about it. Um, it was a, a windy sort of day, quite squirrely and the wind blowing from one goal to the other goal. And in the first half, I don't think we handled the conditions well. We tried to play too many balls up in the air to get them over the top and things like that. And the ball didn't go uh, where we wanted it. And we, we just really struggled to sort of penetrate into that final third to set up some scoring opportunities. Um, the And having said that, I don't think Melbourne Uni played with the wind as well either um they, they sort of played some great balls over the top but just over hit them for their forwards to get onto um and and it was just a real even sort of hard slog for that first half um we went into half time and i said a few words to the girls about um you know we need to change our game a bit but we had the wind this half so we could look to play that longer, quicker ball if we needed to. Um, we went out on the pitch and just, uh, I don't know, just we, we went into that old habit where we just seemed to start really slowly again. And um, our confidence had tended to drop away, I felt. Um, Melbourne Uni sort of gained a bit of ascendancy and, and was sort of breaking through our lines and... Um, tending to put our back three under quite a bit of pressure. And eventually they um, just got a ball through. Um, one of our defenders got caught and uh, she put one in the back of the net for a 1-0 one, one lead, which I think was around about the 50th, 50th, 50th minute, somewhere there. It wasn't long after kickoff. I would like to, to interject here because I, I saw this goal and – the the defender that got caught out, I I, I feel comfortable saying it was I, I think it was Lance, but yeah. I remember thinking about this. I think this is the first time I have ever ever in my entire life <laughs> seen that happen with Lance. Lance, last game, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, well, Lance sort of had a funny game too. She just struggled to stay on her feet. Um, you know. I think she was on a bum more times than 
um, she stood on her feet. It was just <laughs> funny. She just kept slipping and sliding as she tried to change directions. And yeah, it's, uh, I have never seen Alana like that at all. Um, yeah, weird one. But maybe maybe um, COVID affected her sense of balance or something because she did miss the week before with COVID. So um, very, after very you, possible. After you both jinxed her on the pod and said she hasn't missed a game. What are oh, you doing to me? Too. Yeah. We oh, no. <laughs> we've, we've jinxed her. She's missed a game. And then, wow. We love you, Lance. I feel comfortable saying that because she's genuinely excellent. And it's it's funny because it's the last game. Sorry, Lance. <laughs> and, and after that goal was scored, we then tended to, you know, do what we always do and switch back on. And, um, uh, we started to get the ball forward and get it into dangerous areas. And um, eventually we got a corner and the, the corner was played in and it just wasn't cleared and it just got into one of those stupid pinballing um, nightmares in the box and Bridge managed to just poke one in. So that made it 1-1 very quickly. We had 15, 20 minutes to play and it was almost a carbon copy of what happened when Melbourne Uni came to our ground, you know, we, we just battled it out for the next 20 minutes and, and not one of us could find a winner. I mean, Melbourne Uni came extremely close, probably had the best chance when one of their players shot and hit the post and somehow Gertie spun around and took the ball straight off the post, cleanly into her hands. Like, you know, <laughs> it just it was... Like, we're all standing there going, how the hell did she turn and grab that ball? <laughs> it hit the post with some venom and just bounced straight into her hands. So, um, yeah, it was it was just an, a really interesting game. Um, you know, but I don't think either side played as well as, as what we could. And, and maybe, maybe it was um, the pressure that we uh, exerted on, on both teams, uh, you know. But, you know, I, I remember looking down my bench at one point because I, uh, a couple of the players were struggling and, and looking at Dutchie and uh, Sam and saying, well, it's time to go, guys. And they're like, oh, really? Do we have to? <laughs> I don't think Dutchie wanted to go on and play. I was so nervous. I thought they were playing just such a high level of football compared to what I'm used to. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go in and stuff it up. Um, I have to correct you on something, though, Paul. Okay. Maria correct. actually got the goal. Was it Maria? Yeah, now I heard this after a discussion about this after the match and I've just gone and checked it. It looked like Bridget got it, but then someone corrected it or it actually, because Maria took the corner, is that right? I thought Maria took the corner, yeah. Maria took the corner and she scored the goal. I don't know, that, and I've just checked now on the match report, Maria has scored the goal. Oh, okay. Well, I, I stand corrected because there, there was two players there and, like, they, they were arguing, oh, you got it, no, you got it. And one yeah. of them was Bridge and then they were sort of, you know, congratulating her. So I just assumed. And yeah, I, I, you know, since I had that, uh, the game ended on Sunday and we had a beer, that's been it for football for me. I haven't looked at <laughs> uh, results or ladders or anything. Well, it was just when you were talking then, I remembered a conversation at the pub and I'm like, oh, I might just go and double check that. And it, no. yeah, they gave it to Maria. Oh, thank you. It's good that Maria's finally broken her duck for the season. <laughs> Took to the last game to do it. <laughs> but um, oh, look, you know, and it, it was just a, a, great, a game that was played in great spirit, you know. It was played hard. It was played fair, um, you know. And, and I, I love coming up against teams like Melbourne Uni and that who play the game in that way, you know. And then, you know, to go into their rooms afterwards and have a beer with them and a chat, you know, to me that's what sport's about, you know, that that, that friendship you develop with other clubs and, and um, the generosity that's shown, you know, when you're home or away, so... It's fantastic. But yeah, just just a bit sad that we couldn't pick up the the extra two points and and maybe uh, well we probably wouldn't have finished fifth anyway because I think Bowie I heard yesterday from a mate had an eight nil shellacking of uh, the bottom side Berwick. So I don't I, I don't think that score has been posted as yet. Well, that's uh that's one way to end your season, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, I believe there was a different Bowie team playing on the field next to us as well. And I think they might have won their league because they're in bright yellow. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't really keeping up. All I saw was there was a Bowie team next to us and then on, like, hashtag StottyWatch, some Mm. Bowie team won their league and some I think it might have been State 4. Congrats to them. Don't know if that was the one that was playing Melbourne Uni next to us, but if it was. And we missed Stotty. And we missed Stotty. If it was, oh if it was gosh. them, hashtag Stotty Watch, we did a terrible job because oh, she no. was there. If only, we need to stalk a bit, a bit <laughs> more closely. I didn't even know she was in the country still. Yeah, I thought she'd gone overseas. Yeah. But that, that was, was an fair. Instagram post yeah, with no, her and the team. Yeah, I believe you forwarded it to me. I believe yeah. it was her. All right. Don't I need it. to be. I need to watch more closely. Maybe oh, it was an old photo. I don't know. Mm. These, these are the important things. Dashi, you were on the bench. You were terrified. Yep. How how did you see the game? A little bit differently to Paul, but obviously my football knowledge isn't quite as uh as, as great as Paul's. Um, I was very impressed with the first half because what I saw was all these little passes and you know, connecting the ball and just the skill level was so much higher than, you know, what I'm used to playing. So I think I was focused on that. And I thought we were playing against the wind. I thought we did a great job of just defending. And I thought going into the second half, yep, we've got the wind. Here we go. It's going to be great. But I was still really nervous about going on and I was really hoping that Paul didn't put me on because I was just like, you know, I don't want to stuff anything up. And then, like, people were coming up and they're like, no, everyone's getting tired, Dutchie. You're going to have to go on. You've got fresh legs. You know, you'll be able to run them down and trying to, you know, talk me up. Um, So I think both Sam and I went on for 15 minutes, which was kind of in the middle or towards the end of the second half. But there were moments towards the end of the game when, you know, people were going down. I know Nia went down at one point and we're like, oh, is she going to get up? And Paul's like, warm up, Dutchie. And I'm like, no, no, Nia will be right. Come on, Nia, you got this. You'll be fine. Um, so it was a bit. It was, it was a bit of fun. Sam and I. Yeah, we've never been so nervous. Like we were so nervous. Well, it was funny when Sam went on. It was looked like it was her ball that they brought to the game because she had like twenty touches in the first five minutes. She just yeah. everywhere the ball went, she seemed to be there, and she <laughs> she played really well. She yeah. she got some fantastic touches and made some great passes and. I don't don't know why she was so nervous. She, she fitted in like a hand in a glove. So. We were happy to help, though, and I think you know coming out with the draw, you know, it was a good a good result. I think under the circumstances, obviously, we would have liked the win. I would have liked to have another winning match under my belt this season, but um, a draw is fine. Yeah. No, it was a it was a fantastic day. I mean, it was their home game, but I think that we we definitely outnumbered them on the sideline. Uh, there was. People from the extended Jetty's family there, lots of babies, lots of dogs. It was so great to see everyone. And as someone who was on the sideline, uh, albeit I did have to go with about 20, 25 minutes to go left in the game, but it was it was genuinely like such a such a joyous thing to see. Uh you know, Paul, you you were sending out the messages, uh, sending out the the carrier pigeons before the the game, trying to get everyone out. I mean, could you like feel that on the on the sideline and on the ground? Um, yeah, look, and it was it was great. It just provided that little bit of atmosphere, and um, you know, I noticed that at Mill Park when we played there, and the, how they had that crowd rally around them, and you know. To, to have people behind you all the time, just to me, it gives your team a bit of a lift, just knowing that you, you've got that support there. And, uh, you know, it, it's the same when we have a home game and, and we've got State 3 playing before us. You know, it's just nice for the State 3 girls who hang around after the game and, and cheer us on and, and, and give us that support. And I, I, just, I just wish we could do a lot more for, for each other that way, you know, because we, we seem to always be there at the end and Ollie we'll go and cheer for the first half of a state three game if they're at home and don't get to see the second half, which is a bit disappointing. But anyway, it was, yeah, it was, it was fantastic to see players turn up, you know, um, and players who haven't been at the club for a year or or so, you know, and and they, they came on down. It was just great. You know, I really, I really thank them all for coming, coming down, made my day just to, um, see these people because 
well, it was a, it was a great day anyway. It was sunny. What what a better way to spend it than in a park, you know, watching a football game, you know. So, yeah. Uh, thank you all, supporters. The uh, the Vuvuzela also made its debut. I hope everyone enjoyed that. I very much enjoyed finding it and being really obnoxious. Uh, I hope it makes its way to Brisbane. That's the plan for the Matildas game, but maybe... I, I believe it's in my hands. <laughs> maybe... I rode it, it home on the bike. It fit into the drink holder perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I, I wasn't able to to carry it home um, with, with my crutches, but um, yes, I hope... Do you know what? It'll it'll get on the plane, Dutchie. I don't know if it'll get into Suncorp, but oh, we'll, really? have to, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'm very yeah. good at sneaking things in. I reckon I could do it. <laughs> I'll work on a plan. I just need to wear a big jacket. <laughs> They're not going to pat us down walking to Suncorp, you don't think? But they might, especially if you're wearing a giant jacket in Queensland on like a 22-degree day. This is true. Yeah. I'll, wear, I'll wear a dress instead. I'll work it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can Paul. just see, see you, Dutchie, in a big coat, just pulling it open. <laughs> Who wants to buy a boobacella, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, the thing is, I'll get it in and then the first person that blows it will get it confiscated anyway. <laughs> now, we're in the active bay, though. Okay, uh, for yeah, every, we'll for everyone listening, we're going to be in the, well, I'm not. Everyone is going to be in the Matilda's active bay uh, in, in Brisbane, in Bris Vegas on Saturday for the Matilda's game, so fit in fine there'll be a drum you know it right. adds to the atmosphere yeah it'll be there don't worry <laughs> you'll there. see it if it's at princess park it'll be at suncorp stadium Mark exactly. my words yep. yeah I'm, I'm surprised that nobody you know took it away from your princess park i mean look at the security they had there <laughs> <laughs> the security being zoe giving me angry looks <laughs> 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 Paul, do you have a player of the match for this one? Um, oh, look, it, it was tough. There was a couple of players who, who had really cracking games. I thought um, Bridge was outstanding. She she ran all day. She was, you know, brilliant. At one point I did say to her, sit back, I need you to be a bit more defensive here. And next thing she's up front again. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I'm sure I gave her the message to be defensive, but anyway. Um, but I, I really think, um, uh, and look, Gertie was brilliant in goals too. She had an outstanding game. Um, but my player of the match uh, would go to Maria. She got involved in everything. She, you know, played some great little balls into great spots for players to run onto. And um, I, I think she just, Gave Melbourne Uni a, a bit of hell at times, held balls up and nutmeg players, and she, it was the old Maria. She was, you know, she pulled out one of her classic games. I think so. She's my player of the match. What, what are your thoughts, Dutchie? Have I missed anybody? No, no, I agree. I thought Maria and Bridge, and um, yeah, good comments about Gertie because she, yeah, did a stellar job in goals as well. Yeah, Maria was just like I was spellbound watching her like I think she went through and around four players in the midfield at one point I'm just like how the hell do you do that <laughs> like just so good so so good to watch yep. yeah so I agree with that thanks always a joy to watch Maria is an icon and we love watching her play okay well let's go on to our first segment our final quiz question segment for the season now i have a tally and i I think this is right (laughs) i don't know i didn't actually go back and check paul sort of saw me uh saw the cogs failing to turn in my brain pre pre pre-podcast uh the numbers that i have uh taryn 15 dutchy 13 and guests 16 so I can't win. Well, I you could if there's, if there's bonus oh, if points. There's bonus points. If like there's bonus still. points. Okay. I thought I was only one behind you. All right. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are only one point behind me. No, uh, probably not. 
I just, I don't know. I don't know if I've updated this properly. Nah, go with it. Just go with it. I've learned a lot this season just from doing this <laughs> trivia. So, you know, I, I'm I a winner. I've been ripped off, Dutchie. You reckon? Yeah. I could, I'll go back and do a count. You were in the lead. You were in the lead like three episodes ago. I don't know how I'm suddenly two in front because you were in the lead a lot. I feel like I've I've just been adding like numbers on the run yeah. sheet. So I don't think been I've going. been strategic enough with this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to choose much harder questions. All right. Well, Dutchie, do you want to do us the honors of going first? Sure. Okay. So we've talked about Kirsten quite a bit in this podcast she hasn't wanted to come on but she's um, I know but she's inspired the trivia or the quiz question this week now Kirsten's first preference for sport as a child wasn't soccer believe it or not and she's such a classy player what was her preferred choice of a sport when she was a child sport to play Oh, you go first. Oh, well, I would have no idea. I should have uh, longer conversations with players that doesn't revolve around game plans and things, shouldn't I? Um, yeah, you should get to know your players, Paul. Is it, is, is it an obscure sport, Dutchie? I'm not going to say. Oh, I just thought, you know, you, you might help me out here. Um, I'm, I'm going to say she was a world-class tennis player. Karen. I'm having a little bit of a giggle because Kirsten and I figured something out on Sunday night. Now, I, I actually could be, it could have been a different sport, but. Have you two been colluding about this question? Well, so I was on social media, as you are, and Kirsten's name comes up in my, you know, you have five mutual friends. And I've had a look and I'm like, these aren't the mutual friends I expected. Like, these aren't Yarrow Jets people. These are cricket people from Newcastle. Why do we have all of these mutual friends who are cricket people from Newcastle? Anyway, so I brought it up with her and I was like, Kirsten, did you play cricket? And she was like, yeah, 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 I, play, I, played, I played cricket. I, you know, I did the Emerging Breakers program and with all of these people. And I was like, Kirsten, did we play cricket together <laughs> she's dug up old photos we were in the same cricket squads I would have she's a few years older than me so I would have been 13 14 15 she would have been like 16 17 18 we were in the same squads growing up had no recollection of each other all season we had no we've completely forgot about each other there's even I think we even played for the same club together in Sydney we had no recollection. Did you just not talk to each other or something? I just, I don't know. I Like, I remember very early on being like, oh, Kirsten, like, lived in the northern central coast. Like, that's fun. Like, we kind of lived, grew up in the same place. Like, haha, fun. And then never made this connection until literally now. Anyway, the answer is cricket. You're both incorrect. No! <laughs> yes. Taryn, I can't believe, like, I know you had that conversation with Kirsten. Did you actually think I was going to ask such an obvious question that you'd know the answer to. I just wanted to tell the story, man. I don't know. I don't okay, know what well, sport did she happen. play. She played rugby league. That was what she wanted to play. I don't know why she switched to soccer. Sorry, I should have got that part of the story to tell. But uh, <laughs> when we get Kirsten on next year, Kirsten, you can tell us why you made the switch from rugby league to soccer. Is she going to Bris Vegas? Uh, I don't actually know if she is. I don't think she is. Uh. You could have done an interview with her in the stands. Well, we could. There will be lots of opportunities. I'm sure there might be things in the future. Taryn, maybe. You plotted. You plotted for that question. I still want to tell oh. the story. I still think it's fine. You know what? We're providing yeah, yeah. quality content for the podcast. Well, all this, oh. On Sunday night, I said I need a quiz question that Taryn isn't going to get right because, you know, things are heating up in the quiz. <laughs> And Kirsten just volunteered and said, I can give you a question. I'm like, great. You haven't been on the podcast. Give me a question. And um, it was about her. I thought, perfect. And then we had Tara and waste five minutes of our lives <laughs> with a story. Jeez. And it's Never funny that, that you, you both didn't notice each other. You can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we played at least two, two years together. I and we have no recollection of each other. each other. All right. You have to get photos out. 
I would no, yeah, yeah. Kirsten found photos, so I'll um. Were you shy? Were you young and shy, Taryn? I, I wasn't shy, but I was young. But like, I, I don't exactly remember how it worked. But it was like the ages were like thirteen to eighteen. So presumably, the younger kids trained together and the older kids trained together. Uh, okay. So we probably didn't have heaps to do with each other, but we remember all the same people. We even have grievances against the same coach. I was so vindicated. Oh. I was like, this is like 10 years of grudge was vindicated by one conversation with Kirsten. It was great. Well, I think there's probably a local cricket club that might want to recruit Kirsten, just saying. Does it uh, start with Clifton and end in Hill? Correct. <laughs> Bobby, that was for you. Join yep. Clifton Kill Cricket Club, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kirsten, you're a grass. Uh, Paul, what's your question? <laughs> well, um, my question is, out of the original State 2 team that started the year, who played the least amount of games and how many did they play? So we'll go one point for each, yeah? Yeah, you can have one point for oh. each. Well, Taryn only played six. That your final answer? I'm trying to think who got injured in your team. Were there any early Loz? Did Loz get injured before you did, Taryn? No, Loz. Loz played uh, more games than me. Did yeah. she? Yeah, Loz played more games than me. Okay. I I have an idea, but I don't want to say it. I don't want to give Dutchy ideas. I think I know who it is. I don't want to give Dutchy ideas. Megan. I still think Megan played a few games before she she finished. <laughs> I think Dutchie's frozen. <laughs> oh, a, frozen. But it was such a great screen. You were like very think you're in a thinking pose. Really? Yeah. Um I feel like I'm missing someone obvious. Was it did someone get named and they didn't play a game, Paul? Uh no. Okay. I, I... I, I know. I'm pretty sure I know who it is. I don't want to say. Ah. All right, say it, Taryn. Paul thought you were going to get this one right, and I wouldn't. Uh, Danny. I think Danny only played. Oh, yeah. I think Danny only played like two games or something. It was one or two games. Well, you got Danny right. Yeah. But she played four. Four. Ah, oh, did she? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Danny was You were a... close with Megan, though, because I think Megan only played five. Okay. Year. Okay. Ooh. I was close. And then right. I was six. There you go. Well, Danny was a was a overseas holiday. Uh, multiple, multiple times. Multiple overseas holiday person. Yeah. So yeah. I accounted for most of those games. Unfortunate. I'll give myself one point. <laughs> Sorry, okay. sorry, Dutchie. I'm only getting one. I mean, I I didn't realize she played four. Uh, so there you go. That's how good my memory is. Well, that puts me even with guests. <laughs> oh, my, oh, Paul, the pressure's on. If now. my tally is oh. right. So this is. So my question for you today is actually I'm asking you both a separate question, but it's the same. It's similar lines. So Paul, yes. can you name? The state to southeast ladder in order from first to tenth. And Dutchy, can you name the state three ladder in order from oh, first to ninth? I need a pen. So <laughs> Yeah, so do I. Um Hang so on, we'll put in some I'll edit in some holding music while we while we while we have while we do this. Um, well, I'll go first. So we've got Mill Park. Yep. King's Domain. Yep. Uh, oh, God, who else was there? Um, Brunswick Zebras. Yeah, three from three, Mel good. Melbourne Uni. Yep. Bo Morris. Yep, doing well. Yarra Jets. Correct. Ashburton. Yes. Bayside. Yes. 
Uh, oh, the Bartons. Yes. Oh, and Berry, you nailed it. Well done. Well done. Well done. Extra bonus point because you nailed it. <laughs> How close can you get to? So we finished sixth. How close can you get to our final wins, draws, losses, goal difference? Uh, ooh, we would have been seven wins. Correct. Five draws. Correct. Six losses. Oh, my God. All right, go on. Go on. And, You're and, great. And goal difference, oh, God, we were minus, minus one. Minus one. You've got it all. What on earth? That's my, that's, I tip my hat to you. That's why I get paid the big bucks. That's why you get paid the big bucks. (laughs) If only. (laughs) This is, uh, I can see Dutchie's face slowly. I'm missing a team. I can't think of one team. You remember one dropped out, Dutchie? Yeah, I know, but that would make 10. I'm struggling to think of nine. Okay. Is that right, Taryn? Yeah, there's nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's nine. 10 with the one that dropped out. Yep. <clears throat> okay, well, Boleyn, no, not Boleyn. What are they called? Banyol. Banyol, yep, first. Clifton Hill second. Yep. Moralbark third. Yep, good. Oh, yeah. And then is it Manningham United? Not quite. They finished fifth. Fitzroy? Nope. No, you're still missing fourth. Fitzroy was sixth. Okay, and was seventh Montrose? No, Montrose they was were fourth. fourth. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, so, so you've got Banyol, Clifton Hill, Murrowbark, Lilydale, Montrose, uh, Manningham, and, Fitzroy. And then it teams. was that other team in the east. Uh, God, Malvern. Yes. And then Swinburne. Yes. And then us. And then us. We almost got it. Well done. That was pretty good. But it was a struggle to remember all the teams. Right. So Paul got a point. So Paul got a point. That, Paul got two points, actually. Let's go bonus question for you just to see how close you can get. Wins, draws, losses, goal difference. This this one is <laughs> okay. less fun for State 3. <laughs> yeah. So we won one game. We drew one. So we lost the rest. And so how many games did we end 16, up playing? 16. 16 in total. So that yeah. means we lost 14. Yeah. I'd say the goal difference probably it's, ended it's a up, funny number it's a yeah, funny you, number. it was 55 negative 55 a few weeks ago and i think we then lost 11 nil so it's probably minus 66 and then it's a funny number and a forfeit it's a funny number oh uh, so that's three goals 69 mm. yeah <laughs> that like a funny number <laughs> i was like 66 it's almost a devil's number is that funny yeah. but 69 Woo, 69 Say three jetties. <laughs> we did and I was it. told I couldn't work blue. Look at you two go. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, uh, that, that might be my moment of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Negative 69 gold. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's, um, that's, let's leave that there. Yep. So, well... If my numbers are correct, which they probably I'm going to take are. a point for that last little. Oh, no, maybe you help me out. Okay, go on. <laughs> Even if you take a point there, Dutchie, the final tally would be Karen 17. So I got Danny. Dutchie 14. Guests okay. 18. Yes, for the winner. The guest win. Yay, girls! Do we get a trophy or is there no. some sort of prize? No. You just won't be invited on again. That's all. <laughs> oh. There will be no more guests. Well, if you um... look long enough, boy, you get me on. I'm, I'm still salty over that. I mean, I'm the coach. Shouldn't I be on the first one? <laughs> well, we've got to make sure you get through the season first, Paul. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> you're still there at the end. You get it. <laughs> I am joking. I am was, joking. was there talk in the back room that you know my tenure might have been up early, Dutchie? No, no, there wasn't. I was just maybe referring to my bad luck with coaching. <laughs> Paul, you're the only constant in our life. Never leave. Exactly. <laughs> Stay forever. Stay forever. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Oh, my goodness. Well, congratulations to guests. Congratulations to me 
also. <laughs> because according to my dodgy numbers, I'm better than Dodgy. Well, uh, I know nothing. I learned about Dogzo this year and things like mm, that. I had no idea. That's so true. I've learned a lot from trivia. It's been great. I've I've enjoyed the trivia. Um I I hope everyone else has as well. I, I've definitely learned things as well. Um about Maria's uh skating career, uh about Kirsten's love of rugby league today. Uh many, many things. So it's it's been good for everyone. Well, we leave our quiz question segment there and we go to our food segment. Now, Melbourne Uni, as Paul mentioned, were kind enough to invite us into their rooms afterwards. I wasn't there because I had to jet off somewhere else, but other people were there. Apparently, there was a cake, Dutchie. There was a cake. Um, I didn't try a bit. Now I wish I did because I forgot that I had to report on this segment, but it was someone's birthday from Melbourne Uni, so happy birthday to that person. Um, And there was a cake (laughs) that was being shared and they offered some of the last bits to our players. It was brown. So it was either, I, I assume it was chocolate, but it could have been something fancy. It might have been. I just can't remember what it was. Nice. Paul, there was also beer? There was beer. Um, they had a, a pleasant little bar going and uh, we partook in one. So, yeah, it was nice just to go back and uh, have a, a refreshing ale after a hard slog on the pitch. And we all talked afterwards about how nice it was not to leave the ground straight after a game, to actually kind of all stay for a beer. And um, so it just gave us some ideas of what we should do next year at our club, you know, just to keep everyone around, have one beer after the game. Melbourne Uni, unfortunately, didn't have their keg going. Um, so that was a little bit disappointed. But as Paul said, they had an array of beers. And it was at one point, it was kind of funny because they were all waiting outside they wanted to leave and go to the pub for dinner and we were all inside so it was mostly Jetty's players inside finishing their beers and talking and I'm like oh guys I think we probably don't want to overstay our welcome we need to get out now because they want to go to the pub (laughs) (laughs) but it was kind of funny because we'd kind of taken over (laughs) that's great I definitely think you know we were talking at the beginning of the season about a beer sponsor about getting a getting a keg in for for games and after games and I'm working on it. Now that I don't have to worry about playing anymore, I've got some time to send some emails. So, Have you retired, Dutchie, from the game? No, just the off-season, Paul. I'm not oh, retiring. So. But it just, I, no, no, it's freed up some time. Not that I don't have time, but, you know, I just sometimes I just doom scroll instead of sending <laughs> emails and things. So now I can uh, focus on sending an email and seeing if I can get some beer organised. That's my aim. By the, end, by the start of next season, we're going to have beer on offer. Right. Melbourne Uni, we will return the favour and we will return the favour to other select clubs. Uh, Not all of you, and you know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Barton, because they're children. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) moving on uh, to our next segment, and that segment is our final moment of the week. Dutchie, what was your moment of the week? Ooh, it would just have to be the game on Sunday. It was perfect weather. And I think, like Paul mentioned, just seeing the old faces um, and just trying to recruit them for next season and hearing that some of them are going to come back and play, that's my moment when people take a year off but then they say they're going to come back and join the family. It just makes me happy. So thank you to all the supporters for coming down. It was just a great day. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that was That was my moment as well. I mean... Vivizella, of course, mm-hmm. but I just think the whole vibe, it was just lovely, um, everything. And then even I caught sort of the back end of, of the pub afterwards as well. And, you know, just seeing that many people there after the game, people who didn't play this season, but are still around the club. And that was really, it's really special. It's a really great thing to see. Uh, yeah. So many dogs. And was, yeah. And just Melbourne Uni, like Princess Park is yeah. just amazing and so many of us were able to ride our bikes it was just so close and even at the end we were riding our bikes off and there were some Melbourne Uni players there and they're like oh bikes and then they're like oh hang on Yarra Jets yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah in and north mate we're all on the bikes yeah we're not we're not we're not no, we're not from Berwick you know it's uh <laughs> we're, we're a bit closer Paul what was your moment of the week 
Um, well, my moment of the week is, is the same as you guys. Like, it, it was just really uh, refreshing to see, you know, ex-players and players who, you know, were going to play this year, but then, you know, work, study, whatever got in the way and they've made their way down to, to support us. And, you know, I, I think it, it shows that we're trying to do the right thing and build the right sort of culture at the club where people are going to want to come back and, and still support us in five years or 10 years' time, you know, and, and, and be part of that, um, you know, push to build something great. And, and, you know, that's one of the things that I've wanted to do um, in women's football is try and build something where... You know, I can walk away and it's still going to continue on over the next, you know, 10, 20, 50 years or whatever, which, you know, and hopefully that's, a, you know, a small start. And, you know, when I'm gone, hopefully people can build on it and make it bigger and better. And um, it, it, it was just a, a lovely, you know, as you said, lovely day and, you know, great to see those people down. And, you know, being on the pub podcast is a near second, you know, is my highlight of the week. <laughs> we know you've been waiting for it. Uh, no, it's it was uh, it's it was a really special moment, and it's really special being a part of this club, which we might touch on after the next segment. So we have no more games, so we don't get to have everyone's favourite segment, which is Dutchie's scouting segment. We've learned so many things. About I've learned clubs. nothing through her scouting. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Really, you Dutchy? Did you ever go out and just watch teams? Oh, watch hang on. Yeah, here's or, a story. Know, you know, yeah, good all point. you're doing is just, you know. I'm surprised the federal police hasn't been around and arrested you for like stalking people on the internet. That's so easy, so easy to stalk people. Um. Paul, there was a story about you stalking Melbourne Uni. Yeah, I, 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 and I made my presence known. I sat right behind their bench and watched <laughs> the game, and and I made it known to them that I'm trying to steal their players. Whoops! <laughs> oh. Did I say that? Can we cut that out? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> We're very close. Come we'll play for us. We you can be on the yeah. podcast. No, but we want to still have a cool team to play against when you know and have beers and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. We'll no, I, I I had some spare time on my hand one day, and the Bayside Melbourne Uni game was right before we had to play uh, Bo Morris. So I went down and did some scouting. Not that it did much good, good because the I went to watch Bayside play, so I could work a few things out, and we still beaten by one nil. So my <laughs> scouting report's probably as good as yours. Don't you? <laughs> Well, I will say at the start of the season, I used to text Paul before this segment and say, do you have, because, you know, Paul's been around the soccer world a bit longer than I have, and I feel like he knows clubs better than I do. Paul, have you got any rumours or anything? And in the end, I stopped doing it. I don't know why. I just felt like maybe I was bothering you, Paul, or maybe it was a bit silly. And I think maybe the information I was getting was enough on social media. But now that we've got, one thing I have learned is, everyone else's social media and we're now building ours and it's going to be bigger and better than anyone's it's going to be so good and all of the clubs that I've stalked are now following us on our social media including the coach from the very first segment remember that Remy guy yeah Remy Boone yeah he's following us and he's actually Dutch remember we were like is he French what is he he's Dutch because I stalked him on his Instagram. <laughs> well, he, he fits in because we've got that Dutch flavour at the club. Exactly. Anyway, I just thought, how funny is that now the coach is following us? Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to be careful what you put on Instagram, though. You don't want to give away too many secrets because I'll stalk you and find out. <laughs> we've, we've come full circle. <laughs> However, in place of this segment... You've heard us say many names over the course of this season and we've done our best to bring their voices to you as guests on the podcast throughout the season, but we couldn't get everyone. We've got two teams uh, and only 18 rounds of the season. So I've asked a few players to send me a little voice recording of themselves, just saying who they are and what they bring to the club. It would be nice to put a voice to the name. Hi, I'm Kirsten. 
It's my first year at the Jets. Woo! I'll be back next year. Woo! some more times I've heckled me about coming on the podcast. Well, you have to next season. You, you actually have to. This is like a requirement. I'm on it right now, so that counts. Hey guys, this is Aggie. I've been playing with the Yarra Jets for two seasons now. This year I was playing with the Division 3, so it's been very, very fun. Just wanted to say a bit thank you to all the girls in the team and, and to Paul as well. Um, a bit sad that the season uh, is finished, but yeah, very much looking forward to the next one. And flash news, I'm French, not, not Dutch. <laughs> Bye. Uh, my name is Danielle Raymond. Do I say my last name? Um, and I am a soccer player um, for the State 2 team, but I recently took up doing the line because I'm not playing right now. Hey, I'm Loz and I am a defender who played for the State 2 team for Jetties this season. Um, I, although I hurt my ankle, um, halfway through the season, so I've been pretty MIA recently, um, but I've been keeping an eye on things from afar, uh, and super proud of the team for their, um, on their achievements this, this season, um, and looking forward to starting off again next season. Go Jetties. So I'm with Mars, who hasn't been on the podcast this year because you jetted off. No, yeah, no one invited me. So no, no, no one invited so. me. Because you were here. <laughs> bloody, you didn't even, did you even play a game? No games. No, no games. Oh, no, no games this year. Yeah. yeah. So Unfortunately, Mars is... everyone's been missing on my talent. <laughs> so Mars is Jets adjacent. Can you give us 30 seconds on yourself? What's Jets you adjacent? You're adjacent because you're not playing. Oh. So you're adjacent. better than any Argentinians out there. Um, <laughs> I have been playing for like a year, so not much skill, but lots of fun. Um, was with Fitzroy. Oh, I actually played for two years. Was with Fitzroy first, then we moved over to the Jetties, and was it the reserves team last year, which was heaps of fun. Best team that we had last year. Best team year. ever. Yeah, best team ever. conversation how she's getting an Italian passport too. So she could yeah. say she's Italian as well. She's yeah. Italian as well. She's just racking up passports now. <laughs> she may be an international spy for all we know. Hello, I'm Misha. I am joined the Arajets last year. However, I think I ended up only playing two games um, due to COVID lockdown. So, I mean, I don't really count last year as a total year at the Jets. So this is my first proper year at the Jets. Um, I grew up in Byron Bay where I played since I was very young, probably six, six or so. Um, considering all those years, I should be a lot better than I am. Um, and then I had a bit of a hiatus for a few years Um Play, moved to Sydney for uni, um, played a couple of years there and then had another hiatus when I moved to London and then um, I think it's been about five years since I've played and played again this year at the Jets. Um, I've got a whining dog in the background. Um, I Look, my position's a little unclear. Um, historically, I was more a defender uh, this year I've played a bit of the midfield and defence. I think I probably prefer midfield after I've had a bit of a, a taste of not having the pressure of the back line. Um, but, yeah, it's been a pleasure and uh, hope to see everyone again next year. What am I saying? Junior, Claire, yeah. hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Tell us about yourself. What do you, what do, you do in the club? I, uh, I play on one of the teams. Good, yeah. Is that, and I coach a team as well. You do coach a team as well? Yeah. Coach an under-8s team? Good stuff. That's all I need to know.
Hey, I'm Twin. I played in State 3 team this year. Go Jetties! All right, well, I hope you enjoyed that little segment from everyone not on the podcast for various reasons. Some people couldn't make it. Some people some people just declined us, Kirsten. Uh, but it was, you know, I think that's a really fantastic way to get everyone involved. And we have big plans for next season, different clubs and different ways to get uh, more sorts of people from the club involved. So definitely stay tuned for that. So before we end this final podcast of the season, I thought it would be nice just to do a little recap. And, you know, you've got Dutchie and I who have been doing this all season and and we've got Coach Paul on the podcast as well, just to give our thoughts on the season and where we think it's all headed. So, Paul, we're at the end of the season. How do you feel about it? What do we do from here? Uh, I'm a little bit torn over it. You know, we had the potential to probably finish maybe top two. Um, you know, we we got complimented quite a bit on the style of football we were trying to play. Um, but then sort of losing key players, as I said at the start, sort of threw a bit of a spanner in the work. But then uh, we managed to take it to a lot of teams, you know, and, and we got draws at King's Domain with 11 um, we beat Mill Park at home. Um, you know, we, we had some fantastic victories. I, I, I still look back. I think the turning point of our whole season was um, the Ashburton game at Ashburton where Ashy started to take control of the game when we led 1-0 and scored and made it 1-1. And then uh, um, all of a sudden we just found some heart and just ground out a second goal and, and found a way to win. And I, I think that's been indicative of the team all year. They've just, even though when we've got behind, we've we've got clawed our way back into games, or we've fought it right out to the end. Um, you know, the the loss we had at Mill Park, the three-one loss. Um, uh, you guys spoke about it um, on the pod, and um, I, you know, my words to the girls at halftime were, you know, this isn't how we play football. You're all in, you know, retreated into your shells, and you, you know. Go out there and play the way that you know we we've uh, been trained to play, and they took the game by the the horn in the second half and and just couldn't uh, get more than one goal. But Mill Park didn't get it up into their third, uh, the final third either. So you know I'm super proud of the girls and the efforts they've put in, and um, you know I think there's a, a couple little pieces I need to tweak for next year to. Um, just finish off that complete package as a, as a football team. And if, if we can do that, then um, I really think we could be, you know, contenders for a championship. So, but, um, you know, at, as, as a whole season, I, I couldn't be prouder of the whole, the whole club, you know, the state three girls, even though they're pretty much on a hiding to nothing all year, um, you know, every week they had smiles on their faces, you know, they were, up and about and and enjoying their football. Maybe they weren't enjoying it on Sunday night after a loss, but, you know, by Tuesday night, they were, yeah, hey, let's go again. This week will be a, a lot better. And and that, you know, to me, that's that's just fantastic attitude to have at a club. Dutchie, words on the State 3 season? Yeah, look, I think the highlight was that it wasn't an interrupted season. We got to play a full season. So for me... That was um, a positive because I think we've had a few years of interruptions, which has probably impacted the team and the club a little bit. Um, as most people know, like I'm always kind of thinking about how we make it better for women who play football and how do we make it easier for women to participate. Um, and I know I'm not the only one at the club that kind of thinks like that, but I think what the state threes did, yes, we lost a lot of games. The highlight was the first week when we won and I think we recruited well and we thought, okay, we've got all these women coming back and we tried to be strategic about, you know, and innovative about how we could make it easier for women to play. The season didn't turn out like we wanted to, but socially it did. Like, And that's, I think, what our strength is. Like the girls bring the strength to the club as individuals, our teammates. Um, and we have a great time, like Paul said, we were always smiling. And I think that's something like we're more 
more than just football at the jetty. Like it's nice to win. It's great to be fit. It's great, great to learn football and play competitive football. But one of the extra bonuses that I always like is just the friendships you form, um, the social part of it. And um, that's my highlight. And I think we got through the year. We struggled a bit with players. Um, you know, we were hoping to get three teams. We only got two. I think next year we're going to be looking to build bigger and better um, and keeping that culture as Paul's spoken about. So I think, you know, there, there are some good things to come from the season, even though the results weren't probably as we'd hoped. Yeah, for sure. And I guess I just wanted to say a few words about the culture of the club and it's something that is that is so special. I think it's been really, you know, I'm so glad that you know not not to sound too too wanky I'm so glad we did this podcast because you know you get messages from everyone it's not just the people that play every week or you know the people sort of immediately in in the first you know partners or, or parents or whatever it's also people who who may have left to go on interstate who uh you know even even people who never even played for the Jets, who played for Fitzroy, uh, you know, people who have gone into state, have gone overseas, people who uh, might still be in Melbourne but but haven't been able to play for all sorts of reasons. You know, they come and they tell me and they message me. They say, you know, we've, we listen to the podcast every week. And it's just that that extra way to stay connected with the club and the people within the club. And I think that's been something that's been really special to be a part of. You know, obviously in the last sort of two and a half, three months, um, I haven't been able to be involved on the field. But to still have that group of people who you know, you know, no matter what happens, are going to be there for you or who, you know, at the very least are going to send you a meme or are going to, you know, just just sort of be involved in that way. But um you know that's that's been something that's that's been incredibly special for me personally um over the last few months so you know i'm i'm really glad we did it uh we're going to we're going to keep carrying on next season um you know our socials are, are going to be uh stronger than ever uh, i'm terrible with the twitter the twitter has like 25 followers i'm absolutely shocking at it the instagram is fantastic we're going to be you know and it's just all of these things, you know, we kind of laugh about it. It's about recruitment and all of that. But more than that, it's about connecting with people. And that's what sport does. is, And it's done that from the dawn of time. It's a way to connect with people. Everyone listening and everyone involved has that one thing in common. And that's football or that's the Yarrow Jets. You know, even from, from other clubs, we all have that one thing in common. We all have... Victorian Women's State League and all of the stupid crap that goes on and all of the stu- all the lack of referees and all of the grounds and all of the s- fucking FE being stupid. Like, we've all experienced it. Um, yeah, and I think that's really cool. So thank you for listening this season and uh, I hope we have you back next season. Well, thank both of you for bringing the podcast to us because it, it's certainly... Uh been my usual Tuesday highlight as I'm driving home from work or on on my way to training you know just tuning in having a a bit of a chuckle with you know the things being said especially if it was me being sledged I chuckle at that as well (laughs) Um, and and it's it's just so nice to you know and and refreshing to have something like this and yeah look you know kudos to both of you for setting it up and 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 running with it I I think you've, you've both done a brilliant job this year Thanks, Thanks, Paul. Paul. Well, on that note, we will wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on social media, on our Twitter, at Yarra Jets Pod, our Instagram, at Yarra Jets WFC. You can find me on Twitter, at Taryn Hedo, Dutchie, at Fiona Holland. Paul, what's your social media? Go on, spruik something. I, I believe I've got a very old Twitter account somewhere that's, I think it's just El Pablo. Oh, I, I'm searching for this immediately. Come on. This is, this is live, live broadcast. El Pablo. It, it, I have not been on there for oh, 2010, maybe 2011. Major PS4 fan? 
Nah, film nah, nah. fan? Football nah. fan? Oh, nah. no, this person's English. Oh, no, that person's nah. not you. There's too many old Pablos, Paul. There's too yeah. many. I think, Paul, you need to create an Instagram account so that you can follow the jetties because you're featuring in a lot of the photos. Yeah, you know, it's just not me. I'm tr- I try to be the grey man and just, you know, blend into the background. Well, just just follow that one. Like, just follow us. You don't have to follow anyone else. Oh, okay. Just so you can be part of it. And, and you know, you guys think I'm not tech savvy. I managed to get into this little, <laughs> you know, Zoom meeting to be on the podcast. So, obviously, just, just... I, I can do things. <laughs> just so everyone knows, his name is iPad brackets three close bracket Paul yeah well I didn't know which iPad to use I I left the other two at work Uh, you know what though it's all good and well to take the piss but it will be us one day oh yeah like oh yeah you do well Paul I think it's great but get on Instagram I I will attempt to get on it I might have to go and find a six-year-old child and say how do I yeah. connect? <laughs> yeah, go and ask. Sam, Sam's very good at helping you out with things. She'll get you on TikTok as well. Oh, oh. see, no, no, no. This is how I feel with when when with TikTok. I don't get it. I'm already too old for it. I don't get it. No, Sam will keep you on it. She'll keep no. you on. Don't no. worry. Yeah, the boys at work are trying to get me on TikTok today, but I. Ooh, bet, that could be entertaining. Yeah, I know. It's just not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and if it does, I'm never telling you that it's happening either. <laughs> All right, so follow me, follow Dutchie, follow the Yarra Jets pod on Instagram and Twitter and do not under any circumstances follow us on TikTok because we don't have one and kids these days are ridiculous. We're not getting one. Stop it. (laughs) You can follow the podcast so that you are up to date for next season and maybe even a special bonus episode from next week on Spotify on Apple Podcasts, and on our RSS feed. It has been a pleasure having your company for the final time this season, this morning, this afternoon, or this evening. I have been Taryn. I've been joined by Fiona Dutchie-Holland and Paul. Goodbye. Goodbye.